What's happening, folks? It's another episode of Shooting the Breeze. I'm Ivan Rodriguez. Thanks for joining me. It's Saturday night. Well, into Sunday morning because it's 12.02 a.m. It was Saturday night, February 24th. Now it's Sunday morning, February 25th, 12.02 a.m. So while I was setting it up, time got the best of me. So what's up, man? It's a podcast where I talk about anything I want, subjects either that I want, and hopefully you find it interesting and give me some feedback. How do you do that? Well, if you got Anchor.fm, just record a, a message right back to me and I'll get back to you. Um, everything's open for discussion, guys. I have thick skin. The topics are meant to be discussed. This podcast that I'm doing is basically to hold a, a, a an intelligent discussion without being criticized, condemned, or complained about. That's pretty much what it's all about. And... You know, I'm tired, you know, and in, 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 in at work, at the doctor's office or, or anywhere you go and you have a discussion about politics, religion, you know, people get offended very easily. People get, um, <clears throat> excuse me, um, sensitive, touchy. And if you don't believe in what they believe in right away, they either <laughs> they get irate, violent or look at you in a different light because of it. You know, you can't have a sensible, intelligent discussion with someone and maybe agree to disagree and move on and have a cup of coffee and continue your friendship or continue decent conversation, etc. So hopefully this podcast does just that or just the opposite of that, rather, and breaks those barriers because we should, as human beings and adults on this planet, have reasonable conversations about things. We all have different political views, different religious views, different views about life in general. We only have one life. Okay, there's only one life you live. How you live it is up to you. What you do is up to you. No one can take that away from you. No one can criticize, condemn, or complain about you for that. Um, I mean, unless you're someone who's going out just doing wrong to everybody, then, you know, you're, you're pretty much screwed. But anyway, moving on. It's about a month past the Super Bowl. And um, Philadelphia Eagles, congratulations, Super Bowl champions. But they tore up their city. I don't get it. I don't get the point. I don't get the purpose. Um, it's a football game. Really. That was beyond me. But the, hey, it is what it is. But congratulations to the new Super Bowl champs, Philadelphia Eagles. I rooted for them, by the way. I was tired of... I, I disliked the Patriots very much. Just my preference. Um, so... As you can tell throughout his entire campaign, our orange-faced president has been on the news in a negative light. Um, hey, you know something? I think the guy, I'm sure, didn't go into the White House with the worst of intentions. I really do see that when he went in from day one, he tried to rattle their foundations by saying screw you to the democrats screw you to the republicans i'll do what i gotta do to make things right and i remember there was a debate and i heard this on another podcast and it was a true statement because i remember that debate he debated i think it was the republican convention debate and they were asked if they wouldn't be able to make the republican ballot would they consider going as an independent trump was the only one who raised his hand 
you know, so so Trump showed some cojones, some initiative in on that aspect. But again, his mouth gets him in trouble in the White House. And was he the best choice for president? Maybe not. But he's there. There's nothing we can do about it right now. And I think he's a big target. I think he's got a big target on his back. I don't think he's the most intelligent, uh, intelligently spoken presidents. That's for sure. Especially dealing with uh, Obama, who every speech he gave was tremendously phenomenal. Um, so the odds were stacked against him pretty much from day one. So I'll give a little salute to our wacky orange-faced president. Moving on. Um, you know, you've been, you've been hearing in the news, especially here in New York. I live in upstate New York. I'm originally from New York City. And... You hear about the New York City Housing Authority, NYCHA. So the entire winter, these people who live in New York City housing have had no heat or hot water of some sort. About 30 buildings total. And it's sad because uh, the mayor who was just reelected, Mayor uh, Bloomberg, uh, I'm sorry, excuse me, ah, I'm delayed, Mayor de Blasio, Bloomberg was before him. De Blasio was already elected for a second term, but anyway. De Blasio, all he can do was say, hey, yeah, we're going to put some uh, boiler repairs and replacements on budget for next fiscal year. Well, what's that going to do for them this year? What's the answer for them this winter? All those sick and elderly who are living in their in their in uh, in those huge tenement buildings, what, what are they going to do? Why couldn't we get mobile boiler units? You know, why couldn't, why couldn't the city reach out to, uh, I don't know, Red Cross or something or do something? Do something other than nothing. So that that kind of pissed me off. You got any comments about that, guys? Tell me what you think. Um, but still, to this day, these people are still, uh, as of last week, and it's already uh, going into March almost, we're, uh, today's uh, February 25th, and these people still, still, all 30 houses, mind you, all 30 buildings throughout the city, don't have adequate heat or hot water or none of the above so that sucks that really sucks there there, there was about two weeks where it was a really harsh two weeks bitter cold and um those people suffered so that's that's a bad thing shame on uh mayor de blasio in new york city for real um another subject that i bring up is uh it's kind of two for one people being ultra sensitive nowadays you know, everything being a, a ultra, an ultrally sensitive topic. And it goes back to my original statement on the beginning of this podcast. No one can have sit down and have an intelligent discussion about current events or topics that are plaguing this world today or this country or even this state without getting into an argument or some kind of judgment being passed against them for it. And that sucks. And that's what restricts people from moving forward. That's what restricts us as, as, as a, you know, it, it just takes us back. It sets us back so many years. People being ultra sensitive. Uh, social media and the media have a lot to do with it. Social media, because it gave the outlet for these ultra sensitive people to be even more ultra sensitive. And the media is plotting these ultra sensitive people against each other. Okay. One thing I'm going to touch leading into that ultra sensitive topic. 
you know, it, it was a bad thing that happened last week. There was a mass shooting in a school. I believe there were 17 killed in a school in Florida. And um, the kid was 19 years old. Apparently, he had mental issues. There were signs that he was a problem. He even showed it on social media. But anyway, moving along, we all know the story. I don't want to be repetitive about it. But what's sad is, is that right away, and it's easier said than done, and I know the statement would be, well, tell it to the families who were affected. God, I can only imagine what those people may have gone through. I don't know because I didn't go through it myself. But being a parent, it sucks, okay, to hear that. And I really, really would not want any of my children to go through that. So I would really like a resolution to that problem because it's becoming a problem nowadays. It happening once is once too many, okay? And the gun control issue and the school safety. Now I'm hearing all types of stupidity on social media that they should give the teachers weapons. That's the last thing you want to do because then you're going to have kids being assaulted by teachers with guns. But, you know, it's it's just wrong in so many senses. That's one. Gun control. Now, don't get me wrong. And here's where I stand on this. I would have to, you have to choose a side. In life, you can only deal with something or do something about it, right? There are only two choices. You are either pro or against. Now, I am pro Second Amendment. I believe in a person's right to bear firearms. Okay, it's in our Constitution. It's constitutional law that you have the right to legally bear firearms. Okay, provided that it's within the confines of the law. Okay, now I myself do not own a weapon, but I believe in those who want to own a weapon's right to do so. Responsibly, safely, and as per government control as far as they were either background checked, fingerprinted on a federal level, etc., etc., etc. Now, I understand that happens probably for handguns in New York State, while it doesn't happen for rifles. Should there be restrictions on rifles? I don't think so. A gun is a gun. That's number one. And number two, I think there should be stiffer um, gun laws, not to prevent the person from getting the gun, but just to go through a more extensive background investigation prior to getting the gun. Okay? that That's only right. No one, no, you know, I'm not in agreement in taking away the guns. And and the reason why I say this is because so many, from students to teachers to parents um, and people in general, especially people who are against guns, it's 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 in. Uh, I, of, I mean, of course, it's the perfect opportunity to be to speak out against it. Um, you know, more so with the tragedies, but. You can take away the guns all you want. The guns will always be around. That's just a fact of life. Guns will be available legally or through the black market just as fast. And I can just as fast get a gun um, illegally than I could legally. So while the system still has its flaws, it's still there and it's still doing something. That kid could have easily gotten an assault rifle another way and done the same thing. So the point was, he didn't. He bought it legally, and he shouldn't have been able to. 
that shouldn't have happened. Okay? That that shouldn't have happened. But the Second Amendment should stand. Everyone in this country should have the right to bear arms as per the Second Amendment, provided that they do so within the confines of the law. There should be more added to that. Background checks, medical evaluations, everything. You name it to make sure within a, within a reasonable amount of time, a waiting period so that the government can do their due diligence. And don't get me wrong. It ain't going to take that hard to do an extensive background check on someone. They do it for jobs. They can do it for, for owning a weapon. Make it at the cost of the gun owner. You know what I mean? So you can't even complain that, oh, we don't have the money or the resources. Well, we put the resources there. The money will be there. You charge the gun owner. It's a matter of looking through records. That's all it is. The government can do it. They can do it. We put a man on the moon back in the 60s. We can do this. Okay? It's it's just, you know, and, and, I, and I, it just sucks. Because it's a really sensitive subject. And then, you know, unfortunately, when people talk about these things, they, they don't. I've seen since that shooting has happened, people have these topics at work, you know, discussing it at work. And I've seen two coworkers get into a real nasty argument over it. Because one was pro-gun ownership. The other one was a concerned parent who said, no, screw this, X, Y, Z. And, you know, until it happens to your kid, you wouldn't know. You know, you see both points. You know, but we should not let our government restrict us the rights that were given to us from day one. If you do so, it creates too much of a change. I am a believer that the government does want to disarm the pub the, the public. Um with finding loopholes in, 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 in without directly violating people's Second Amendment rights. But the government, if they could disarm everyone, they would. The problem is that there are too many gun owners that would be and an uproar about it. There are too many gun owners that are in high political power that would be an uproar in in an uproar about it. Namely, you know, people in the NRA and other gun advocate groups, etc. So, I mean, it's all a political game, and it's sad, but it's true. And if you think it doesn't exist, it does. So, we all, as a as a people, have to open our eyes. We really do. What solutions? What solutions should we come up with with the school shootings? And I know this is repetitive. You know, again, arming the teachers—that ain't the problem. That ain't, ain't going to solve the problem, really. Um, I heard today in a conversation with a friend that New York City schools are pretty much assigned one school safety officer in a in a multi-story building with probably close to maybe a thousand kids in the building and maybe uh 40 50 maybe 60 teachers or, or staff in general between secretarial staff teachers teachers aides lunch staff etc monitors um volunteer parents you know there's one school safety officer that's a shame especially in new york city i believe that our veterans who come home from foreign wars who are mentally capable mental you know past background checks and are medically cleared to do so should be protecting our schools that would solve a, a, an employment issue with our veterans um let them collect their veteran benefits and collect a paycheck the school finds money for far more worse stuff or well, i won't say worse for other things they can get the money together to hire a staff of five or six veterans or retired police officers who may have retired at a young age and can still work, but 
you know, collect the pension. Let them collect their pension. Let that be a perk. Let that be a perk for keeping our schools safe. Let these retired cops collect their full pensions and earn a paycheck. Let Don't let them get penalized because they're still working and they can't collect their pension until they fully retire and not work. No, let them let them earn their money and collect their pension. Let that be a perk. Let them patrol our schools. And you know what? They don't even have to do it inside the school. They can be outside the school patrolling, monitor the kids coming in, you know, funnel the children through one set of entranceways or two where there may be some metal detectors. You know, there's low-profile metal detection. There's a lot of ways to do it in a low-profile fashion. A lot of these schools don't have the capability of, you know, detecting this stuff. A camera or two wouldn't hurt. There are ways. There are ways. We can we can protect government buildings. We can protect our schools. Definitely, no doubt. So, again, this podcast is open to people who want to have decent discussions, intelligent discussions, without being so rough towards each other. That's what sucks in society today. We can't have conversations you know, without someone being called either a racist, a bigot, a chauvinist, um, an advocate of this, you know, uh, oh, he's a Republican, he doesn't, oh, he's a this, he's a that. Come on, people. This is what's hurting this, this, this world today. When there's a problem, sometimes the way to solve it is to have an intelligent discussion. And you know what? As civilians, there's no reason why we can't sit down and discuss things and come to it's just discussions. You don't have to agree. You can agree to disagree and walk away, and that's it. It's such as life, man. I've seen people fight for the stupidest stuff. I've seen relationships like dissolve because, you know, one dude was a Democrat, one dude was a Republican, and they had different views. And uh, especially when there's a heated presidential uh, um, election year, and they all. This president, this, this this person's rep better for the job. I'll screw you. You're an asshole. Or you know, sorry for the profanity. I didn't mean to use it, but that's how it came out. And um, the argument begins. So most people don't even want to touch the topic of religion or politics. I know I don't. I don't because again, I have thick skin. I can sit there and listen to a point of view, and you know, intelligently, and say, well, yeah, you have a point. I understand your point, but you know, I kind of disagree. The second you say you disagree, that you got a 50-50 shot that that person's going to look at you differently, become irate, and become just, you know, ignorant, and that's it. It's So it begins, you know? The bell rings and the gloves come on. So it's sad. So hopefully this podcast opens that up. Anybody have any opinions, any thoughts, please feel free to chime in. And um, any topics you guys want to talk about. Week to week, I'll be bringing in topics. It doesn't necessarily have to be about presidential stuff. I'm going to be talking about conspiracy theories. Am I a big conspiracy theorist? No. Do I believe they happen? Of course. You would be naive to think, especially with the government, you would be very naive to think that things don't happen for a reason or that they were manipulated to happen that way. I believe that there are certain things in this government that we don't know about but can imagine that have happened that the government was more than likely behind it for a reason i'm ivan rodriguez this was shooting the breeze thanks for listening send in your comments i'd appreciate it we talk to you guys soon thanks for listening